Welcome to SADCAST, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 63. I'm your host, Pamela Runis, creative director and co-publisher of the physical magazine SADMAG. So, quick mental health update. Feeling less anxious, but also I have a cold, so maybe my body can only handle one crisis at a time. Uh, my shrink says I'm not giving myself enough time to process my emotions because I fill all my time with work, which is probably true. So... As always, I will continue to strive for better balance, but it's so hard because I really want to do all the things, and maybe it's childish to think I can, uh, but something has to give. So I'm trying to get better at delegating, even though that can feel like it takes longer than doing it by myself. I mean, it's nothing new. I've told you this before, but yeah, this is going to be integral to my mental health going forward, so I will keep you posted. And I have so many things to tell you other than that. Uh, We are going to be at the Vancouver Art Book Fair once again this year, but at their new location at the new Emily Carr campus at 520 East 1st. So join us there October 20th and 21st for ghost stories, readings by some of Vancouver's most notable emerging writers in an exploration of the things that haunt us, the ghosts of our ancestors, and the creeping feelings we can't seem to shake. We'll, of course, be there for the whole fair, though, so see you October 18th to 21st at the Vancouver Art Book Fair. And then no rest for us, because we'll be tabling after that at Canzine, which is also super cool, um, November 4th at SFU Woodward's, and that's not even all. Then we'll be at the Vancouver Podcast Festival November 8th to 10th as well, so check out more details about that at vanpodfest.ca. Okay. My guest for today is someone I followed on Instagram for a long time, and actually I was surprised to learn she lives here because there's not an ounce of cynicism or snark in her work, something I guess I equate with people here. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, here's my chat with Angie Coates from 515. So we're just talking about um, Mexico. Yes. So how long have you been here? I've been here for 16 years. Oh my god! I think. Okay. Yes, which is a lot. Yeah. I I have been back. I just said I haven't been back in a while, but like I haven't lived there. Yeah. In a while. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. they do have amazing recording booths. You never at know. At the library like this. You never know. Where yes. whereabouts are you from? I am from Monterey, Mexico. Oh which my god! Is I was there like two years ago. Really? Yeah. Why? Because my husband's in a band and he has so many fans there. Really? Weirdly. Is it like a metal band? No, it's like um kind of like Morrissey, like post-punk. We like, love Morrissey. Well, I know. Too. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he's got lots of fans in Mexico, so oh. we did a little tour, played there and um like Mexico for a City. festival or for No, a, just, just him. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And did he, you like it? Monterey? I love Monterey. Yeah. I think it's comparable to here. Don't yes. you think? It's it's very it doesn't feel that like Mexican mm-hmm. in comparison to like the south of Mexico. It's very industrial. Yeah. I think we have more in common with like Texans, unfortunately, mm. than with like the rest of Mexico. Mm-hmm. I just like the food, it was really good. We have the best tacos in the world. Yeah. I think. Okay. From Monterey. Somebody else from Sonora was fighting about this, but mm. don't believe him. It's no, Monterey. I totally believe it. Because when I went there, I was like, oh, man, this food is so good. And yeah. I was with a friend who was vegan, and we were worried before we went if she would, like, be able to find a place. There's so many vegan places there. Yes, so many. And, like, juice places. It's it's very um, North American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe some, like, 
it's so lame. I'm like, I love it because it's like here. But Mexico. <laughs> but yes. Mexico. No, but it is cool. And plus, um, Anagramma, obviously, oh. is, is there. I don't know what that is. I'm so surprised because really? you're a graphic designer. Yes, I don't know. It's like a very famous like graphic design studio is in Monterey. Oh, they're the ones that uh, do the, the, this branding for like a chocolate mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I just don't recognize the name, but I've seen it because I have in a couple of design books and I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're from and they're from there. And that restaurant that's there. Well, lots of restaurants that are in Monterey. They've done the. Yeah. Uh, why am I forgetting the name? But I want to say like Barilo, but. I don't know. Now I'm just butchering it. But anyway, whatever. I'm surprised you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Well, no, whatever. I hear the guy's kind of a jerk. Because when I went there, I sent an email and I was like, oh, maybe I can, like, meet you. No response. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they're just disorganized. Well, yeah, probably. Or he wasn't there. Or who knows? I immediately thought that it's a band. And I'm like, oh, there's a new band? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like for Mexico in the 90s, which is like when I was a teenager, the music scene in like Monterey was just not known for that. But most of like the grungy, I guess, stuff that came out of Mexico came out of Monterey. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In the 90s, I had like the golden era, I guess. Maybe still now, but before like the bands were from Mexico City. Yeah, period. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was a um, Mexican band that played, obviously, with my husband's band, like, before. And it was more, like, me- a little more metal, like, yeah, vibe. Yeah, love metal, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool vibe, though. There's, like, yeah. lots of cool people. Yeah, I'm not that in... Like, I like it. Yeah. But I'm not, not a huge metal fan. F- fair. Sorry. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. But I appreciate it. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So do you miss... Do you miss going there? Do you miss, like... I don't know, just the culture there or no? Uh, um, yes, I, I didn't real. I go often just because of my, you know, my family. Mm-hmm. They just, you have to go at least once a year. Yeah. And um, this, but I haven't lived there in a while, but I was there for an entire month, like living there recently. Oh. And, and at first I was just like, get me out of here. I'm just not used to this. <laughs> like my husband is from Kelowna and like we share this like, urge to get out of there yeah as soon as you grow up and that's kind of how I felt about Monterey yeah but going back I I realized like oh it's actually really cool like it's uh I don't have this um I guess when I was 21 I left so I'm a little bit older and I could appreciate it more yeah and it was nice seeing my friends and the weather is warm most of the time and sunny and so yeah, isn't that funny how like we always do that? Like, just gotta leave wherever yes. you're from. Because I'm from the island, like Vancouver Island, and it's like that. It's like you're not gonna stay there if you stay there. You're like, you yeah, haven't done anything with your life somehow. Yes, that's what I felt. I felt like, oh, my whole life has been planned out for me, and I need to do something different. And now I'm grateful that I can have both. Like, yeah, I can go back. And so when you yeah. came here, like, was it for school or? No, I came with a boy, a Canadian oh, boy. Interesting. Yes, who we're no longer okay. <laughs> together. Okay. We were both very young, and I met him in Mexico, and he was moving back to Canada, and he was like, hey, you should move here. And I was like, anywhere but here. So it was perfect. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'll go to Vancouver with you. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I moved here at 21, and then we lived in Coquitlam. 
And I thought, I hate Vancouver. Oh, yeah, because Kukul. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, I don't like it here. And then I moved out of there. No offense to Coquitlam, but yeah. yeah. It was for like a 21 year old, it was like a nightmare. Yeah. There was nothing around. It was like in the middle of nowhere. And, and <laughs> you know, Vancouver is a little bit smaller. My Monterey is 6 million people or more, maybe now. Yeah. So I was also used to like more people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yes. okay, but then you stayed. I stayed, yes. So do you just fall in love with the city or were you just kind of like, well, I'm here now? No, I loved it. I yeah. felt like once I moved on my own outside of Coquitlam, I I loved it. I it was like I can also being far away from home and being the only family member at the time that had ever left. Wow. I felt like I don't know, super it was super empowering like yeah. that I that I was doing that, like figuring out how to pay rent and yeah, totally. Yeah. And has your family come here, obviously? They have. Yeah. They have at least once, um, all of them. But they love Mexico so much, too. So they're like, well, why did you leave? It's so nice here. Are they always trying to make you go back there? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But your husband probably wouldn't. Or would he? I don't know. I We've talked about, like, when we're older, retiring and having, like, a place there and a place here and going back and forth. That's nice. Yes. How did you guys meet? So he's also... Um, a creative. He's an illustrator. Yes. We met through friends that are not creative at all. Isn't that weird? Yes. <laughs> they were probably like, oh, you'll love so-and-so. So the only other creative person. I yeah. Well, I really liked him from like the second I met him. And I yeah. knew just from how he dressed and how he talked, I'm like, he's doing something creative. Yeah. But I'm not very good at flirting. Uh, and neither is he. So it took us like five years of being in the same circle of friends. Oh, wow. To finally date Holy cow. That's a long time. Yes. But when we finally dated, we got engaged like in three months. Oh, because you knew each other so well. Yes. That's really sweet. Yeah. But you, okay, so you both work from home. How do, Is that true? He doesn't anymore. He, okay. He took um, a little break and worked from home and freelance, and okay. then he just started a new job. Oh, so that's got to be interesting because you were kind of like together for a while there like all day it was only a, a couple of months actually oh, okay yes okay he was mostly working in a studio which i i got used to it i liked yeah. it yeah i could totally and we live in a 640 square foot whoa apartment with a dog that's a lot that's yes but and you it could was fine. do it oh yeah that's sweet that means your relationship is good <laughs> yes yes and we have good good headphones and um, boundaries. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Headphones and boundaries. That is the secret to yeah. all working relationships, I think. Yeah. Is your, your husband musician full time? No, is he is not. He has a real job. Um, <laughs> I know. I can't call uh, being a musician a real job just because I see what it pays. <laughs> it's tough. It, yeah. It'd be tough to be a full time musician. Um, I don't think he'd want to either. I think he likes um, going to a job and then having music be fun I think if it was all work for him I don't think he'd like it um I'm like the opposite I just want to do the only thing I want to do all the time <laughs> yes me too yeah but you know I I read like maybe a few years ago this book that said that you have more creative freedom when you don't make money out of it I know I believe that yes and yeah. that actually having a job that pays the bills gives you that flexibility to create because it's pure you're not doing it for yeah like, selling it which yeah. I find sometimes that like I stopped taking freelance work and I was mostly selling products and and now I'm doing like a mix of both again because I was feeling a little bit like 
too pressured like when you're, whenever you're making a product like oh well is, will it sell like you're always wondering yes yeah. and instead of designing something that I really want to make because it's so fun and it doesn't matter I was like would this be popular and then I kind of felt gross trying to sell it yeah because I'm like I don't even know and yeah not yeah, with yeah, a yeah. lot of things but I was like I don't want to yeah you feel kind of like you're pandering like if you're like oh I have to make a this button because that's what's happening right now or whatever yes yes and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but I don't think I can do it well yeah if it's not coming from like a place that's like pure for you like yes yeah it feels wrong I I get that Mm -hmm. so okay now let's go back so 515 that's how you say it correct yes so where did that name come from it came actually from uh the time of day that these friends and I used to meet okay. and Jeff was one of them Aww. so it was like a very significant it was always like at 515 so Cute. I just thought and I like like numbers and yeah. words yeah funny enough like I had a, a business idea ages ago and I just found it and it was like ag9 something I don't I think it was because it was gonna be jewelry and that's like the the symbol for silver. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, oh, I've always had that weird thing with like, with like letters and numbers. Yes. And I didn't think about it that much, but now I'm like, I don't think I can change it because. No. I well, now everyone, well, people know it. Why yes. would you change it? Yeah, I know. It's kind of interesting that there's like a story behind it and you need to know it. Yes. Yeah. But also if you don't know it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe they just think. It's weird. Or 515, people say. I know. That's why I was like, oh, is it 515? I think so. But okay. I'm glad I got that right because I already did the intro and I said 515. Oh, yay. So that's good. Um, But let's back up. So you started that just from like one pin. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Tell me the story. So Jeff and I really wanted a dog. And we moved specifically so we could be in like a pet friendly place. Mm-hmm. And we rescued Meatball, mm. who's amazing. Great name. Yes. Mm-hmm. We tried to call her other things and we kept calling her Meatball. So I was like, no, that's, um, that's, that's a name. A name. <laughs> and I, I wanted to make a product because I was just doing things without monetizing it. And I thought it's too much pressure to monetize it. But if I just do like a little fundraiser, it can be. I wanted to make pins, actually. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I made the dog mom pin. Mm-hmm. And I mostly made it for me. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to order it. And I'll donate the proceeds 100%. Mm-hmm. And if nobody buys it, it's fine. And, if you know, if it's successful, that's fine, too. And it was actually quite successful, which was great. Awesome. I guess a lot of dog moms resonated with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I just kept ordering. And then people were like, do a dog dad, which felt authentic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I felt bad to leave cat moms out. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. As a cat mom. Yes. And so, yeah, I just started from that, actually. Yeah, and just snowballed. So when was that? How long ago was that? That was a little bit over two years ago. So not not last summer. Yeah, last summer, I guess. Okay. No, this summer before. Wow. So it's like grown like so fast. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Thank you. It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. No, that's so sweet. So you're in actually like a lot of stores, like not just in Canada too like how did that happen are you just like cold calling these people or no at first I did go to a few mm-hmm. which was nerve-wracking I remember going to Seattle for the women's march like right after Donald Trump was elected mm-hmm. and we went down and there was a store that I loved followed online and I went and I'm like here are my pins I don't know <laughs> if you'll like them 
And they said yes. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, wow, sometimes all you have to do is ask. Yeah. So I did do that in a few stores. But then Etsy is amazing. I have my website and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And from that, stores have contacted me. Amazing. So I've done both. Now it's it's mostly Etsy. Yeah. That they contact me through there or through my Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Just like that. Yes. It's it's I I feel very lucky. Like I know there are so many talented people that have amazing products and like I just feel like the algorithm or I don't know and um yeah. Well, I think like when you're selling products like they have to look good and as a designer you're going to make them look good and then the photos of the products themselves or like however you merchandise it package it how you take the picture what colors you use I mean it's all like a part of it so you obviously can do that yeah well I I like shopping well right (laughs) (laughs) I love the design that you did for bare skin oh thank you that's really cool oh thank you I was thinking when you said packaging I was like I'm not as good as that but that's like the I love packaging. There's something about well, just like pins and stuff too. It's just the something ta- tangible. It's like a thing. Yes. You know, it's not like I grew very tired of like web design like quickly because it's just I don't know, it's not as exciting as having a thing and holding a thing. Yes. Yeah. And I I know maybe it's like it contradicts what I'm doing, but I don't believe in just consumerism mm-hmm. for the sake of it just mm-hmm. buying to fill the hole yeah. inside or whatever yeah, yeah but I also do like giving gifts and like buying things for myself within reason yeah so I do believe like the things that look nice and it's like a, the experience of treating yourself or gifting something nice to somebody I guess yeah, it's a little yeah. little joy yes. in your life yes. yeah but a lot of your pins and things they have like kind of like serious message like they're like feminist a lot of the time how has that been like received or how do you feel about having like kind of political messages in your work I I think it would be inauthentic if I didn't yeah you know yeah Jeff obviously is also super passionate and we were joking about how we're both um we both have a similar message, but we deliver it in very different ways. Oh. So he draws like Trump a lot in okay, like really yeah, yeah, ridiculous yeah. ways. Yeah. And then I like put flowers on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, like, yeah. Try to do things that empower me. Yeah. I just feel like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. And then you support nonprofits. Like that's like one of your main things is like giving money away. Is that just part of what you were saying before? How it's like, I don't know. I guess maybe better, t- easier to be creative if it's not just all for you, or I mean, or you're just a good person. <laughs> um, maybe both. Yes. yes. Yes, both things. I feel like it's um, it it makes me feel better about what I make, and it, they are my values. Even if I wasn't making products, I've yeah. always. Um, my mom ran uh, like a nonprofit in in Mexico for like the longest time, so uh-huh. I always kind of grew up with that mindset of like how can I help my community and sometimes I donate to places that aren't even in Vancouver like the ACLU or Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. or there's been so many because of global warming like hurricanes and how do you choose I know I at first I thought I'm only going to choose one and I'm going to stick with rescue dogs but then you know sometimes I see things and I'm like yes I'll give you $20 so yeah, yeah. sometimes it's not like a ginormous amount and I was going to put a percentage on it but I thought you know it's my business and I do it as I see fit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but 
it's important to me that part of the proceeds always go somewhere. Good. So how do you deal with that when it's like retail? When it's retail, it's a little bit more difficult. At first I was trying to like tally, like when I sell it to a store. Right, yeah. Well, they usually buy the products from me. Oh, okay, it's not like... Um, Some are consignment. Uh, consignment, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I started doing like math and, and that became... Right. I'm not very good at math either. Like, I, I don't like it. I'm good at it. I yes. don't like it. <laughs> so now every quarter when I have to pay my taxes, that's like my cue that I have to look at my numbers, and that's when I make a donation. And figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Smart. Sorry to ask you such boring questions. But, no, I, but I like, I find it interesting. I mean, any freelancer, anyone trying to do their own business, hopefully will find that interesting. Because <laughs> yeah. I think... A lot of the time you want to give back, but then you're just like, I'm just one person. But, like, you're an example that you can just be a freelancer that does that. Like, you can be one person that does that. Yes. It doesn't have to be, like, $100 million. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, like, um, like you know, $100. Yeah. $20. Yeah. It's something. Even five. They accumulate. I think there's an organization that I've donated to, and they raised a million dollars in, like, a month for I think it was for Syrian refugees like last year and they did it mostly with five dollar donations wow that's amazing yes so like, sometimes like you know you think oh I don't have that much and it's like we all kind of have five dollars yeah we all have five bucks that's 100% true yeah. um so okay what is next so you've got pins you've got kind of uh you've got stickers you've got shirts you've got posters is there something that you're like oh I want to do that Next. Jewelry. Jewelry. Yes. That's the big thing. Like, what kind? Oh, I have some ideas. I originally, that's what I always wanted to do. Like, that's that yeah. old business that I had. But yeah. my life was a mess back then, so I totally... I signed up for a class, and I, I did finish it, but, you know, it was only one level. So I now I know I'm not going to make jewelry, Okay. but I can design it and have it made. Nice. But I, I don't know which of the ideas that I have to launch and the perfectionist in me thinks like it has to be a collection and then the more sane part of me thinks who cares nobody's like oh she didn't launch a collection right nobody's paying that close attention to what I, I'm doing I feel I understand what <laughs> yes. I understand yes and I'm like what if I just do gold or silver if it's just one product it won't be as good as like a collection yeah so yeah yeah I yeah, I haven't done it yet. And do you think that would be under 515 or, like, something else? I thought about, like, oh, doing something else. But this year in particular, I've realized that life is very short to make it very complicated. And so I would just be a pain to do one new thing. Yeah. So I'm making my own rules. Yeah. And it all falls into yeah. The one yeah. umbrella. Yeah. Well, you already have equity in the name and people know it. So it's like, why not? Yes. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. For well, now. It yeah. may change in the future. Yeah. You are you have the right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this isn't legally binding, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, do, what do you find like most difficult about like working for yourself and being a freelancer? I think that balance between like you... I want to sell things but I don't want to push them on people yeah and and I also want to create things just for the pure joy of it mm -hmm. like I was thinking about this image that if I was like a good illustrator I would probably do this of like the visual of like the horse and the cart and the horse for me is 
authentic creativity just for the joy of it. Mm-hmm. No agenda, even if it sucks, you just did it because you find pleasure in just creating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it sucks, or yeah. if nobody likes it, just because you have to do it. Yeah. And then the, the cart is, um, you know, likes and popularity and revenue and accolades and all of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like I focus you know, I'm human. Sure, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's like pressure of like, oh, you have to put more content out there. And it's like, I don't work as fast sometimes, and I don't want to. And so that has been the biggest, Yeah, I think, for me. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of pressure. Do you feel like when you read articles about how, like, social media is, like, bad for you, but then it's like... But then I'm still in it. Well, yeah, and that's, like, a big part of your business. Like, yes. how do you reconcile those two things yeah well I did an experiment that was kind of like an accidental experiment I I always had the pressure of like if I don't post x times a week everything will collapse Mm, mm -hmm. everybody's gonna forget I'm not gonna sell anything no store will ever contact me again I'm gonna have to get an office job Mm. yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's like my nightmare (laughs) yeah yes and and I you know I I took a little bit of a break like you know I lost my mom recently, so that was, yeah, thank you. It was really quick, and and I didn't, A, didn't feel like posting, and then when I came back from Mexico after being there for a month, I was like, I'm just going to take it easy and not post, and guess what? Nothing, nothing stopped. Like, you know, when I was ready, I honestly just said, like, oh, I'm ready now to start getting more sales again, and I opened the shop, and everything went back to normal. Yeah. And like nobody was keeping track. Yeah, I was like, where are you? Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Which was great. It gave me so much freedom. I was like, oh, I can actually just do it frequently, but not, you know, when I don't feel like it, I don't have to do it. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, this is something like I need to learn also. (laughs) It's hard, right? Yeah. It is very hard. And I see that, oh, this happened. Perfect example. My cousin owns a restaurant and like my dad and his dad have had restaurants like our entire life and when he opened his he's like oh we're gonna like close at christmas for two weeks it was like (gasps) gasp from like our parents because they're like you can't close and he's like well why not yeah and it's like that mindset like oh like no like everyone's gonna forget you're gonna lose your business but it's like no you won't no yeah. Especially if you if you you do, um, I I have a coach who's amazing. By the way, I oh. have to plug her. What? And this is in Washington, oh. and it's not like she needs more clients because she's amazing and she always has referrals. But she's amazing. Like an executive coach, like a life coach. Like a life coach. Okay. Yes. Cool. And I've I've been working with her for a while, and and you know she gives me reminders like this, like okay, so what are the things that matter to me when I post now? Because now that I I have the freedom to post less then I can make it better content. So right. it's not just like, oh, don't post anything or yeah. don't have the restaurant open. But if you have like an amazing restaurant that is engaging where you really care about your clients, people will want to come back mm-hmm. when you open the doors. Mm-hmm. And I believe that I create better. And I think the same for like any service mm-hmm. when we're happy and rested yeah. and not about to have like a nervous breakdown, which I sometimes have over social media yeah (laughs) which is like no yeah it's like rationally it feels dumb but it happens (laughs) yes yeah and then it's so hard to then remove yourself because everybody else you see them like how can you post three times a day like well that's just 
insanity. I can't. I don't even have that many good ideas. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. They're just posting stuff they posted already. Or like a different angle. Or like whatever. Don't worry about it. Yes. Don't I'm like, I don't even want to repost things. But yes, that, that made me feel better. I'm still saying it like that I need to convince myself still. I'm still in the process of like, no, this is what I really believe. Yeah. Don't like, don't look at anybody else. Just keep on your, stay yeah. on your lane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so hard. How did um, you like first come to like be a designer? I am self-taught-ish. Wow. I I went to an art high school. Okay, that's cool. Yes, it, that was a lot of fun. And they had like a college program that I really wanted to take. And at the time, I don't blame him, but you know, it was Mexico, which is a little bit more sexist than Canada. And Canada is still sexist. Mm. Well, the world is still. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, he was like, you know, if you want to be con- considered like as a serious businesswoman, you should do like that's a hobby. Creativity is a hobby. Don't do that as a. And at that time, I was young, and I believed him. And I, wow. yeah, I, I got a BA in international relations. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> Which was also a lot of fun. Uh-huh. But I never wanted to do that. So every job I had, I would always be like, I can do your brochure. I like I taught yeah. myself Photoshop and yeah. I was always trying to find ways to do that. Yeah. And until finally and then I I said, Oh, maybe I should, you know, finally quit my job and go to design school. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like, Oh, there's so many designers. This what? is all insecurities of mine. What? Yes. And so Who I are know, these people telling you? Bad this people. Stuff? And terrible. then me believing it. Oh, I was young and a little yeah. bit dumber. Oh. So so I thought, oh, maybe I should just be a hairdresser because I felt like that's as close as I could get. Oh. And I did. No. I'm a trained hairdresser. That's amazing, though. Look at all the skills you have. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that wasn't fun, but I can cut my own bangs, and my husband has free haircuts for life. Hey, bonus. Yes. It totally it. Right off. And, and then um, a few years ago, I had a really good job, like the best job I had in terms of, like, responsibility and money and, like, the golden handcuffs. And I hated it oh, no. so much. Oh no! Yeah, and so I, I quit. And Good for you. With the help of Susan, oh. I just thought I'm gonna see what happens, and yeah. it just started happening. Holy shit! Yeah, you did it. Yes, that's exciting. It's yeah. very inspiring. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, yeah. we're gonna do the segment that I know you're waiting for. Yes. <laughs> I hope I say the right thing. We're gonna do. Hey, there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer in happy or sad. We should have like, we should make like some music, theme music for this segment. One day, Naomi's going to be on it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Happy or sad? Toe socks. Sad. Yeah. They're weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about like toe shoes? Worse. Even, yeah, they are worse. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of toe shoes. Okay, but whatever. They're both bad. Yeah, maybe my reaction wouldn't have been as strong. Toe, toe socks, sad still. Still weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Watching TV while working. Happy. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And I podcasts. Know. Well, yeah. Like this one. Oh, nice plug. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Okay. Scented candles. Super happy. Do you have a favorite brand? Yes, homecoming, local maker. All right. Yeah. That's good to know. I'm always looking for a good one. There are some, like, duds out there. Yes. They just smell here, but then when you light them, they don't smell. This one smells even when it's not 
that I like, love that. Yes. Okay. Uh, snow. Happy. Okay. See, I wondered because I'm like, are you like someone that just needs the warm weather because you're from Mexico? Yeah. Like it took me a decade to find that happy. Okay. So I was sad for the first 10 years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but now you're into it. So into it. Do you like snowboard and all that stuff? No, I'm so bad. No, I don't do it either. Yeah. I don't cold. know. Oh, well, I think, well, I don't know about you, but I find that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just blaming my creativity, but I feel like I'm an indoor person that can't do sports. Me too. Okay. I want to play with my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With my candle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're we're in agreement. I like it, except cat instead of dog. Yeah. I love cats too, but I'm allergic. Oh, that's a real shame. Okay. Crime scene procedurals like CSI. Uh, CSI, no, but um, she's been. Law and Order, okay. Special Victims Unit. Okay. Yeah. SVU. Okay. Yes. That. Yeah. Okay. Happy. I saw your murderino thing because you, and I didn't know what that was because I've never listened to that podcast. So it's a reference to, <gasps> to my, favorite, my murder. favorite murder. Oh, you need to listen to it. It's true story? It's true crime, true but there are two comedians. Oh. Yeah, they're really funny. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think it was comedy because I'm like, I don't know if I want to listen to like murder murder all day <laughs> i know it sounds weird but some some stories do bum me out mm -hmm. but they're really funny okay but not about the person that died that's bad well like, of course they're of course. just they're just funny they do it they... in a way that's good yeah okay it's been on for a while i mean i've heard it before i should just listen to it yeah it's kind of like a how-to guide their slogan is stay sexy don't get murdered it's kind of <laughs> like a how to like lock your fucking door like yeah you know. yeah, yeah yeah okay I love it. Okay, and this last one, I'm very curious. Taco Fino. Okay. Oh, no, there's no... <laughs> okay, it's either happy or sad. <laughs> I would say it's happy. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. really good tacos. They're just not, like, home. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think's the best taco place here? Sal Limon on yeah, 16th. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Do you have anything to plug? Are you, like gonna be at any fairs or do you do fairs or any of that i do i'm gonna do one only this christmas okay and it's got craft okay and it's at the maritime labor center okay it's in east van by the jj bean on like rail town I yeah 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 i'm um, i forget the dates but if you go to oh yeah got craft yes got craft okay sweet well thank you so much for talking with me thank you so much for having me Sadcast is produced by Naomi Ryan and Sad Magazine. Not sure if you noticed, but we are now recording at a proper studio at the Vancouver Public Library. And before we leave you, as always, I have a song to play for you. It's from the debut album of Vancouver's Board Decor. And what an album! It's a real romp. I love the vocals, unlike so many young bands who like bury their lyrics and call it like stylish but it's just like uncertainty these lyrics are clear they're fun it reminds me kind of of Devo uh, this is the first track from the album it's just the kind of mood I'm in I think because there's like lots of other good tracks and it was hard to choose but anyway here's the track Ego from Board Decor <laughs> Yeah.
Exceeded or met ego. Oh, 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 oh